Good morning, good evening, wherever you are around the world, guys. Welcome back to Definition Podcast, episode 12. We're doing part two of the colour spectrum, okay? We did touch on part one a couple of episodes back. It is a huge topic because, again, colours is forever a, a huge topic in regards to how we define it in many different ways. So let's dive right into it. Again, listen to part one in order to understand part two. But if you haven't understood part one yet, you can still get through this one. They're two complete different scenarios anyway. So it's all good. I'm here with Jesse as usual. So scale on people. It's all good, man. It's all good. So just a brief introduction from what we spoke about before. I know we discussed about colour relationships and we mentioned about flags and why colours mean many different things to different people. And obviously in this podcast, we're going to go a lot more in depth into how we define in our own way and what you can do to actually implement that into your own brand as a business. So colours are very important, people. Don't be too dull. I know there's a lot of businesses out there that will stick to black and white usually maybe in the fitness industry or whichever industry you're in like to have that professional outlook but it's very important to understand this because again you want your logo or your brand to be as transferable and coherent as possible to your audience Mm -hmm. so the first question that we want to dive into is who invented the color wheel That is a fantastic question. So who invented the colour wheel and why is it important? Why was it important at the time that it was invented? Um, Before I answer that question, I want to ask you a question. What's your favourite colour? Just out of curiosity, because, you know, I feel like as we're doing a podcast on colours, it'll be good to get, (laughs) you know, just your perspective and what what colour you like. Me personally, I don't have one favourite colour per se. Mm. I like browns, greens and burgundy red. I like that spectrum. Burgundy red, olive green, greyish brown. So like, uh, you like like a lot of, uh, I wouldn't say saturated, but they're very... um... They're, they're what I would call, they're very thick colours. Thick in the sense of... Yeah, I would say autumn sort of colours. Yeah. That's that sort of contrast. Yeah, they're, they're filled with weight. <laughs> weight? Yeah, like, you know, what are you trying to say? Like, like, no, I'm just... I'm just <laughs> no, weight in the sense like... So like, it's, you know like I've got a jumper and I've just soaked it inside a... a, a, a it's just come out the wash. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's just soaked with water. That's that's the kind of feel. <laughs> that's the kind of feel I get from you saying, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> these are the colours you like. What a way to describe it. Wow. Okay. So, basically, it's like, like for me, basically, my favourite colour. Um, a lot of people make jokes because I'm more plant-based now. They say my favourite colour is green. <laughs> 
And I'm like, no, all the stuff that are good for you, majority are, of them are green. That greens in turn to the actual veg itself. Yeah. But um, my actual favourite colour is red. Um, I do I do like um, tornado red and cherry red. Those are my favourite colours, like one, two of my favourite colours. And um, I like gold, but I would say I'm more of a, a, a I, like, I like blue, man, sea blue. Yeah, like sea blue and turquoise blue. I think I love blue. Like red and blue is really like, it's a bit like the matrix when you think about red pill, blue pill, you know what I'm saying? So but anyway, I'm digressing. Just wanted to ask you that question to just to get your mind state on that. But anyway, um, the colour wheel. Now, without, uh, uh, okay, how can I do it? How can I say this? Without diving too deep into the argument of who invented the colours and where colours came from. I'm going to just start with what we know in terms of facts. Now, last episode we spoke about the prism. And again, you know, the colour wheel is in big correlation with the prism because it was Sir Isaac Newton, according to history, who invented the first colour wheel while studying white light reflecting off prisms. Um, Who's Sir Isaac Newton? Sir Isaac Newton. He's um, one of the great inventors. I think he was the same one that was it the apple of the tree that fell. Uh, I think the apple. That was him, isn't it? Yeah, the apple. He, he basically found out the formula for gravity, or found out what gravity was. Okay. Yeah, apparently so. That's 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 what they're saying. Um, that's deep. That's deep. Obviously, for me, I've I've <laughs> I believe that these things existed before. So Isaac Newton's foundings, but this is what he's decided to put a name on it. This is what he's claimed. So, um, and there's a reason why I'm saying that and I'll explain it to you a little bit later. But, uh, but yeah, basically the colour wheel, I mean, obviously, obviously yeah, Sir Isaac Newton's obviously playing around with these colours. So he's got a prism inside a class. And um, just to let you know, prisms are objects uh, that can have, only, only have like flat, four flat surfaces, so like triangles, um, squares, like a cylinder couldn't be a prism because of the fact that it's rounded on all edges, just where I'm coming from. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, anyway, he's obviously started to shine light and realised that by shining light through this glass prism, I'm getting a reflection of colours. But it wasn't the fact that he saw, oh, wow, there's a colours. Let me name all these colours and then we're going to call this the colour wheel. No. He was very fond of relationship. So it's sort of where you get the concept of, concept of the rainbow from. Besides the leprechaun waiting there with a pot of gold. <laughs> it's literally, you could even do it yourself. If you, if you was to get like a bright light or even just get sunlight, natural sunlight, just open your curtains maybe tomorrow. Um, hopefully the sun's out. And just watch the sunlight go through your actual curtains or get a mirror and shine it through the, your glass window. You will see at the bottom of the edge where the surfaces are very flat over your mirror, wherever it is, you'll see a thin line. It may be very blurred, but a thin line of like rainbow sort of colors. And basically that's just a reflection of light. Now, we, what our eyes see is what obviously the light has reflected back on us. So yellows, the reds, the purples, the green, but obviously through those actual colors that you're seeing, 
there are small different hues and saturations that create other colors. So like the pinks, the, the, the turquoises. Do you see what I'm coming from? So you need to be very, very aware of that when you're dealing with the color wheel. So this is why he called it a wheel, because again, it's everlasting. The colors are always recycling, you know. Yeah. Um, why it's important is because of the emotions that it brings, which we'll talk about later as well. And also the meaning it, it holds to how we, how we define life and light. So for example, when you look at gold, even the word gold, if you say gold, it just sounds like energy of purity of some form of like, you know, uh, amazing sort of like material or, or substance. When you just say gold, it's like saying, you know, God or gold. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why every time... When you say gold, um, I think what you're trying to get at is it sounds like looking at the Big Bang. Yeah, yeah like, it's just that, that you get this whole... I get this whole royalty you know, this whole divine energy when I say gold. Yeah. You know, when I, I mean, when I say gold, I just think of a big, huge gold wart just surrounded around me. Because again, it's, 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 the, it's the wealthiest sort of feeling that you would see. It's, I don't know. Could that be because we was conditioned from young to think of that? Gold means equals wealth or whatnot. Um, um, well, no, really, because... Again, the ancient Egyptians, or the ancient Kemites, I should say, um, was using gold thousands of years ago. And it was even before it was even classified as wealth. Remember, gold is a very, very strong mineral in its own. There's a lot of divine resources in gold itself, like, that, uh, that, that help us, or help, you know, our inventions or machinery or whatnot, or certain types of, um, uh, me mechanics, mechanisms work. Do you see where I'm coming from? So, again, a lot of these things come from the ground. And as I always tell people, you know, me being plant-based, I say to them, look, you know, most of your things that you're supposed to consume and, you know, respect and that come from the ground anyway. So again, with gold, it's like even with the word diamond, and I know we're getting a bit too deep into words, but it's like, I want you guys to get the emotions and understanding behind this. If I'm looking at the word diamond, Diamond, you know, you got two words, mate. I don't know if I was to break it down somehow, found a Latin behind it, and you know, it will have a special meaning. But it just shows me the process of how it's made. It just shows diamond. It's like a transition of power. You feel me? And you look at a diamond itself. You know, it's crushed into this. It's, I think it's like a black rock, and they crush it, and then it's yeah. you add a certain amount of pressure, and it turns into an actual. But anyway, you know, this is why these things are important it's because, again, it's how it reflects our life. Although it's reflecting light to reflect colour, these things represent our life. So, for example, not to dive too deep into it, and the reason why I keep saying that is because, I'm telling you, this colour topic is so, so broad. Like, it goes deeper than what we think, and it's very hard to kind of fit it in a podcast even in the day, like, I think definitely we're going to have visuals on this. So you guys have seen a lot of visuals on this anyway. But I'm going to tell you like, the story about, you know, everyone knows about the whole, oh, hopefully everyone knows about the Avengers and Infinity Wars. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Go. <laughs> so um, obviously with the Infinity Wars now, 
the way it worked was you had these six elemental crystals, yeah, that basically existed whilst um, the universe, I mean, just before the, uni the universe was born and obviously there was like a big explosion. Now, in the comics is a different story. You have the um, Eternals and the um, Celestials who are two like, you know, godlike forces that live in it in the universe and they all held these crystals and they had worlds with each other. Anyway, now each one has a t each one has an element. You know, got time, you've got mind, soul, uh, power stone, and the reality stone and the space stone. So if you look at their colours now, because we're gonna deal with the colours and that and, and, and see how that represents their power. Obviously in the movie they have changed it to the comet, but the time stone's green. When you're looking at green, you're looking at nature. You're looking at forever lasting wealth, well-being. You know, when they say health is wealth, they're not talking about money. They're talking about well-being. You know, you're wealthy, your health, that your body is forever. You know, if you think about, think about a tree, think about how long a tree lives for. Yeah, even down to the seed itself, you grow it, you have to be patient with it and when it's well looked after, just like with yourself, if you're looking after yourself very well, you last longer. Yeah. That, that, if I, that should be a task for everybody, yeah? Go to your own neighbourhood and find out how old your tree is. The tree that's next, the closest to your house. Or the biggest tree that's in your park or area. Find out how old that tree is. Literally, like, so when I think of green, I think of nature, I think of time. You know, because obviously, again, these things represent age and they represent wealth and whatnot. It's time. Time to acquire that wealth, time to acquire that healthy. Anyway, you've got. When I think of time, I think of light blue simply because it's time is like it travels. Yeah, it travels through nature, but nature can also be seen as the blue because, again, one of the first things you look at in nature is not just the plants, it's the sky. Mm. And the sky is usually typically blue when it's just clear, light blue. So time is like, it's like a wind. Mm. And wind does represent air and air represents the sky when you're looking up. That's the vibe I get from blue. Like mm. time, that's what equals to it. But yeah, continue on, man. Just wanted to, <laughs> yeah, it, it, cool. just, it just shows how different individuals are. Like how we look at different things, how we view elements, colors and mood. Mm. Yeah, so you see, it's funny you said travel, because again, you're right, when you think of time, you can use travel, but what colour is the stone in the movie? The stone, the colour of the stone, the space stone, is blue, the, te the, the light blue. See, I don't even know. Do you see what I'm coming from? So, <laughs> for, those of you, for those of you not familiar with Avengers Infinity Wars, um, the movie is about based on a comic uh, or graphic novel, I should say, um, with a lot of the Marvel characters involved. Um, with the recent movies, as you've seen. But anyway, it's about a guy called Thanos um, who has a quest to acquire all six Infinity Stones to wipe out, to have the power to wipe out half the universe because he believes that the universe is sick, it's overpopulated, and this is the solution to helping everyone else. Now, it sounds like a very crazy guy, 
but watch the movie, it's very interesting. It gives you the view of, how can I put it, it's like having sympathy for the devil, as they would say. But anyway, we're talking about the, the stones that Thanos possesses, right, and their colours. So we've talked about the, the, the time stone, that being green, we've talked about the space stone, that representing travel. This is why you have to understand, if you remember the movie now, um, Pietro, um, who's, who's Scarlet Witch's brother, the, the guy that could run fast at the speed of sound, every time he ran, his colour was blue. Quicksilver. Quicksilver, right, that was his name, Quicksilver, sorry. Yeah. Now he, now his power, um, obviously he's been to run fast, faster than the speed of sound, it was obviously blue because again, he got his powers from the Tesseract, which was the Space Stone. Do you see where I'm coming from? So um, that's, that's, that's also one aspect. Then you've got the Mind Stone, um, which is basically, actually before I get to the Mind Stone, let me talk about the Power Stone, which is purple. Um, as people who already don't, who, who should know, but you know, may have not known, purple represents royalty. And yeah, anyone who's in high power in the world, from the priest, uh, even down to people in the army. I know in the army, if you win like a war, you become like a brave heart, you get like a purple heart. I mean, you only hear people say, I've got a purple heart on the battlefield. It's for like, yeah, so basically it's like a, 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 um, an, a, a symbol of, of like extreme bravery. So if you, someone tells you that, yeah, I received a purple heart on a battlefield, you know, that somebody has really, really like, either stuck it out, won the war, or been very brave, or has quite accomplished a mission that was very difficult for others to accomplish. Do you see I'm coming from? Are you saying that? It's like, I can get where you're coming from. I'm just visualizing it. So you're on a battlefield. You've been fighting and you know that your, your, your strength needs to come within you. And it's very similar to the tree earlier on, like, I get this vibe like when you're trying to grow out of something to become great, that strength, I do get that purple vibe because again, if you look underneath the soil in the dark, here's a mixture of browns and purples. Mm, yeah, yeah. If you look at it in that sense. A lot, a lot of the root vegetables um, before they were genetically modified, a lot originated as, as, as purple, as purple roots, carrots, um, kale, um, beetroots, uh, what was the other ones? Uh, uh, certain types of like, yeah, like you get like black or, you know, purple kind of colours for turnips as well, queen lace. Well. Rice, 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 yeah, rice. There's a lot, there's a lot. Um, blueberries, blackberries, uh, you know, the list goes on, but, but yeah, you're right, with the with the colours itself, purple, it does represent a lot of power and, 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 and might. Do you see where I'm coming from? Now, red is the interesting one. We're still talking about the stones here, just to those of you guys who may have been lost for a minute. Um, we're going to try and stay on track and keep you guys focused and engaged. With the reality stone, it is red. Now, red is a very, very tricky colour because it can mean a lot of things. It can be very passionate very loving, but there's also that thin line of you just literally toppling over and becoming this angry, you know, vicious, vigorous person. And that's what red can represent at times. So 
overall I would call red passion. And this is where this stone reality stone comes into. Now everyone be thinking, well, what's the what's the reality red and reality you got to what I just said to you and described to you just now alters and controls your reality. So when you think about how you can love someone, how you can hate someone, how you can these are the sort of um, um, actions that we do that can paint and change our reality in certain ways. Do you see where I'm coming from? Plus, also you have, um, you know, uh, a, a way of foresight with your vision. I know a lot of things. Are, um, how can I explain it? A lot of things are being like shown and used when it comes to like expressing or or showing love, like Valentine's Day, red roses. And then you've got doing ballsy red, how they go crazy and, you know, they want to start attacking you and you've got the whole concept of, oh yeah, like I just saw red myself, I just got angry. Red is associated with the devil. Red is associated with a lot of, you see I'm coming from? So it's got so much different meanings, but again, it's the passion that drives it. And I feel like with your passion and how hard you go into your task, into your business or into your design, you can alter and change your reality. Red also represents a lot of creativity. Yeah. Do you see where I'm coming from? We touched on this before with our logo and why we use that colour to represent a certain direction in the design. So yeah. Go. Direction, creativity in design. And again, because I'm going to quickly wrap up the stones and go into other stuff. Um, last but not least, so last, um, no, next, you've got the mind stone, which is yellow. And again, yellow represents a lot of um, creativity, think, so a lot of creative thinking. When you think about the yellow colour, you think of the Eureka moment. Ah, I've got it. A light bulb. Ding. You know what's there? When you think of the mind, you think of, um, you know, uh, uh, an, an area of deep thought. You know what's there? Like, when you think of yellow as well, obviously there's different shades to yellow and whatnot, but overall yellow itself. It's like the birth of something new. Do you see where I'm coming from? Something that holds different doorways and portals to different dimensions inside your mind. That's why the, yellow, the mind stone is yellow. And then last but not least, you've got the soul stone, which is orange. But again, um, it's very weird with this stone because there isn't really no... Um, the origin of the stone stone is weird. Now, orange obviously represents the mixture of yellow and red. And then obviously that creates orange, but a mixture of your mind and a mixture of your passion creates your soul. Mm -hmm. Do you see where I'm coming from? Yes. Yeah. Your, your reality, I'm using the stones as an example. Your reality, which is the reality stone red, your mind, which is yellow, creates orange which is your soul so trust it's very deep with these these movies i swear they have a <laughs> but my brother they take time they take time to do their research and make sure they use the right colors that's why every time you see the colors even when you see the infinity gauntlet on Thanos's hand it looks so it looks beautiful it looks like yeah a whole lot like Whoever's holding that is really, really, really holding some real type of power, knowledge, wisdom. And what colour is the gauntlet? The gauntlet's gold. Because only royalty and wealth can wear that. But anyway. Gold is the ultimate colour that can withhold all the colours. Right. 
Cause is like the parent. Okay. And like I said to you guys, obviously from this podcast, you know, I want you guys to understand the emotions behind these colors. And I've used the Avengers and Infinity Wars movies as an example, so you can get the gist of how they can be represented in different ways. Um, but again, I mean, I know so you're a fine artist. Um, I know you do other types of design as well. You're an illustrator. Yeah. When you're doing things like, you know, big soul art, or when you're just doing design in general, because again, you know, um, we we want to make sure that you guys understand the emotions behind this so you could work together and you know with your design or with your design company or whoever it is and your team and create the right colors for your brand create the right colors to represent your business what do you so when you're designing your drawing or what what kind of colors do you use like how are colors and emotions linked like I've, I gave definitions of the stones and whatnot, but that's just the stones. That's just what we know of, the Infinity Stones. You know, that's a movie. Some people are like, oh, that's a movie. That's not really into me. That's a reality. But obviously with what we're doing today in life, how are they linked? You know, with, for example, I know when I'm designing a logo and someone tells me they want to do something to do with health, or beauty or makeup, for example. Whenever it comes to makeup or beauty line, the first thing that comes into my head is, is, is purple, pink, and for some reason, indigo or violet. Reason being is because women like to be represented in beauty, yeah. um, which is a, yeah, like a flashy kind of beauty, which I get the shade of pink from. And then the purple and the violet comes from me looking at the royalty side of it because again, every woman wants to be a queen when it comes to them wearing makeup or some form of princess. So I've used the pink and purple to kind of, pink obviously represents the younger version and the purple is more the older, mature version. Talk to me about that, how are they linked? So, in regards to me being a fine artist, I've studied colors over the years and not just by textbook, actually just put into practice as well and understanding different moods that it triggers, not just to people, but mainly towards myself. And one of my first technical and calculated interactions I had with colours was at university. So there'll be times when we would take on a project and let me choose more specifically concept art. Concept art is basically Designing a web, uh, not a website, sorry. I'm so used to just designing websites, it's unbelievable. Yeah, designing a landscape image of any kind as you wish using a limited amount of colours on the wheel. So, for example, you gave me two colours to use to create this one image, which could be, I don't know, green and red. Just an example, but I elaborate it more. I was given two complementary colors of my choice. Mm. What does complementary colors mean? Complementary colors mean that if you look at the wheel, you must choose one color which has the opposite side to it as well. So I wanted to create a 
an Arctic environment. Like it's like very icy, icy waters mm. where cabs can interact in it. So I chose blue and yellow. If you look at the color wheel, what's the opposite to yellow? Blue. So, and then I started looking at the shades. Okay, what type of levels would I want to kind of represent the mood and feeling? If this character is interacting in these mountains, climbing up it, how does that add the chills to how how am I gonna what am I gonna do to provoke the viewer? So there was a lot of scribbling going on until eventually I molded it up. So the reason I chose those colours is because one, the blue represents the ice obviously. So I'm using very light, soft um ocean blues mm. too, because I don't I didn't want it to just have that chilling vibe. I wanted it to be welcoming too. Mm. That if you're interacting in this environment, you want to relax in it. And the sun, no, the orange would represent the sun that's from a distance. And obviously give it that nice reflection in the waters as well as different shades and shadows that happen. Because when you're doing these things as well, me as an artist back then, you had to understand lighting, lighting and landscape. So colours was a very, very big thing. And that's how I really started to understand, wow, like it's not just using oranges and reds and whatnot. If you wanted to create like a, a volcano scene, like, again, you look at the opposite colour to red. So it, it will be, I think it was purple or something like that. I can't remember. I've got to refer to the colour wheel again. But you use the opposite to highlight the contrast. But there's different types of relationships. You've got complementary colours. You've got double complements. You also have the tea tread. And the tea tread is actually using four. So you've got the yellow on the wheel. And next door to that is green. So you're using yellow green to compensate to the opposite colours to both of them which will be the purple plum and dark purple so that way you're giving yourself a lot more meat when you're designing this is why today when I do my fine art I try my extreme best not to use black because black just it, it, it kind of, to me personally it cuts corners a bit when you're trying to add shadows in there and whatnot. A shadow is not actually black. It could be a very dark brown or... Brown or yeah, uh, tint. Uh, it's a tint. Yeah, it's mm. a tint, exactly. Mm. So, in regards to, in that, regards like, to that, like, when, when I combine my creativity, I used to struggle a lot in, in having, to having to separate the two. Separate so, the two. When I'm doing so when I'm doing fine art, I make sure, I make from, sure now on, from now on, I listen to... I listen to my own personal music, my own personal music which, is which is more more AEs, 90s, 90s, I listen to 90s, nice, chill, nice, chill, slow, jazz and blues, jazz because, and blues because that right there that to, right me, there to it me, triggers it triggers what emotions, what emotions I, want I want to bring out in the pain. So, pain. so mm. if you look at some of my artworks on Instagram and, and on the company page, on the company page like, like, there's a lot of thought that goes into it. I think I've mentioned this in the previous podcast. which one. But when I do paint, when I do paint I'm, literally I'm literally going through space. Going through I look space. at the paint, I look as, at the paint as, an actual, as an actual... I don't look... So I don't look for example, so for example, it's an orange. It's an orange. 
I don't look at it as, I don't an look it as an orange. I look in detail. I look in I just detail. See I just see many different, many different pebbles. Pebbles. I'd say. I'd say. So it's not just mm. it's not just a beach. This is thousands of different thousands sands. of different sands. And I say you mm. can look, look at you look at it as forms. And if you look at yeah, because no, say 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 to cut you. Sorry. Essentially, nothing is one color. No, not ever. Not ever. Even our own skin color, even our own actual, you know, the color of water, the color of there's nothing's actually one color. So then again, it goes back to what Isaac Newton was saying. Is it just the light that we're seeing? on that particular object or pattern or surface or animal or being or whatever it could be. Yeah. That's reflecting a certain type of light back to see a certain colour. You see where I'm coming from? Because the rainbow, you look at it and be like, oh yeah, it's just red, orange, whatever. But if you look closely at the rainbow, there is a lot of hue in between the lines. Yeah. A lot of hue. And you can find so many different colours and, you know, shadows and tints in between those hues look at in between those hues you find that there's a lot more colors in within them it just goes more and more and more so this is why a lot, when a lot, a lot of people when they look at my art they're like wow this is astonishing like you look at a lot of hyperrealism art it's it takes of course it takes time it takes a while but it's more from the artist's perspective it takes longer because again there's thousands of colors you have to consider do you know what I mean? Um, but would you, would you say your, would you say your, um, all right, so say for example, someone's upset you. Mm-hmm. How would that affect you when you're designing a brand or logo? So say for example, you're looking for, um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a customer and I'm opening up a barbershop and I want my barbershop to represent, you know, uh, uh, um, uh, some form of like, of uh, beauty for, but for men. So not a beauty for women, but beauty for men, like handsome. And I want men to look like they're, they're slick. Their haircuts look pink, they look fresh. You know the ones there? Like, and I'm like, I don't know what colors I want to use, but I need you to create me three colors. But because your day has been bad, Explain to me what colours would you use versus which colours you would, you would not use if your day was good. Because again, with the emotions, like for example, yeah, I may answer that. I, I get it, I get it, I get it. So, if I was pissed off, I think subconsciously I would start, I would think of dark colours straight away. First of all, it would be black. Because again, you just automatically think straight away, okay, you know what, men are just more attracted to black, it's a black logo, boom. This is just black font. A nice illustration, and that's it. Done day. But when I obviously I try not to make that mistake, but when you do actually sit down and listen to what they actually want as a client, again, there's certain keywords I'm taking out of it. So, okay, men, you want them to feel, you know strong and 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 like a new person when they walk out the barbers classy as well mm-hmm. thinking about it now i'll look into the purples region mm-hmm. purples region it does it does represent again strength and core and wealth as well in that sense because again it's all about well-being mm-hmm. Atomic, maybe a green maybe a green because it is the opposite is a compliment to you purple anyway mm-hmm. but 
again, you 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 want to. This is why your target audience is very very important. Again, is it like men of all different ages, or is it like um, school children, like schoolboys, or this? It all varies. It all depends. But purples definitely crossed my mind. Thinking about that. Mm. You see, for me, I know that with design and with branding, I tend to always sit. I, I, the reason why, um, you know, when you you know, do what, the reason why we ignite people's brands is because we get we get a we get time to sit down and actually get to know the customer, get to know the person we're dealing with. But one thing I always try and do is peel the onion with them, peel the onion with them, and try and get to know the emotions because you find with a lot of people, they actually end up creating their own brands themselves. Just by you peeling the onion and asking them why they're doing their business. Don't get it wrong, you do have people that are just money making, money motivated and that's it, they don't care about that. They wanna know if you can design it, they've got their colors set, they're ready. And you get those that are so passionate they ain't got a clue and you may think, oh, if they ain't got a clue, it's going to be 10 times. Sometimes you don't have to even worry about, like, there's times I used to get stuck and so focused on, oh, yeah, the colours, the colours, I need to get... I'm like, hold on, let me just tap into their emotions and see what they're feeling. And you find out that they actually would end up spinning the colours out for you. So, for example, I had a client that was saying um, that she doesn't know what colours she wanted to use for... Um, what business was it again? I think it was like a... It went hair and beauty. I think it was like a product. I think it's like a hair product business that she was doing for, um, you know, Afro or I should say black people, black people or people with thick hair. And um, she's like, I don't want to look common with the purple and black, which a lot of people use. I wanted to represent some form of longevity. And in my head, I don't know why, but silver was the first color that came into my head. Blue coming straight away. But then again, it's all about peeling the onion. So, and, and that's when she told me that. When she said, I want longevity, I want people to realise that her hair is rich. And I said to myself, we look at silver, like we eat with silver. We do surgical, you know, we, we save lives and do surgical, sorry, we do surgeries with silver. When it comes to having a good pipeline or with like, you know, silver or certain types of metals. Like when you think of a chrome, a chrome metal, a chrome color, when you think of a, a metal, a lot of times silver comes into play when it comes to royalty. Look at, look at knights. I see what you mean by silver because silver is something that can't be manipulated or changed. You, you can scratch it, you can, damage it but you can't actually change its color right there you go and there's a certain gloss and i know that a lot of people talk about white gold and silver to be honest bruv I, I i'm sorry up until now i can't see the bloody difference between white gold and silver like i think the, someone just got bored in the factory and was told look like brother you need to make another you know way of making money from the silver because we've got too much silver here oh white gold you know what's different? I, I don't really see the difference. Platinum, I see the difference now. Oh, yeah. Platinum. Yeah. But white gold, I don't. But again, you know, 
and it's, it's, I'm going to sort of end on this thought as well, it's really important that when you're creating your business, you know, not only just your brand or your business, that you put your emotions and feelings behind it. Whatever you're feeling, you don't have to even disclose it to, if you're that shy of actually, you know, putting it out there in the world, you can disclose it to your designer because, again, your designer will show you what you want to represent. When that woman said to me, longevity, I straight away thought of silver. And I think it was silver you ran with. And um, I think silver. And what was the other colour, if I can remember? I think it was silver and pink. Silver and pink. But it, weren't a, it was like a dark, like it was like a fuchsia, but like a dark kind of colour pink. But anyway, the way we done the design was sick. And... Um, you know, she used it, she used it, and I don't know how far she got with the brand and that after and the products, but again, when she saw the silver in it, she was asking me, what color? I said, no, oh, silver. She goes, oh, okay, that looks so sick, like, wow. And, you know, it's a very hard color to find because silver and gold and that, especially on the, on the actual Pantone colors list, it's very hard to find those specific colors and you have to manipulate it. So if I'm doing it in Photoshop or Illustrator, I need to make sure that I do it on the CYMK colors because again she's going to be using it for print yeah. and then I have to make sure I put some form of glow around it so it, it, you know it, it is a bit of a hard one but then once we finally got it it represented what it stands for and that's the thing you know when you're representing what you stand for whether it's a brand whether you just have a blog online even just your family name you know um, your country flag um, whoever you are like there's always a colour behind it because there's always an emotion behind it that starts it off. You know, when you think of Valentine's Day or when you think about your girlfriend and your wife, red, you know, the, the blues, the pinks, all them colours are all flowing through your head because, again, these colours represent strong feelings. Now, another thing I wanted to add as well, I'll give you guys a little homework. You can look it up or you can actually practice it yourself. Do painting. Just find yourself a little canvas and listen to some music and just paint. Or you can use crayons or you can use colour pencils. But I think paint. The reason why I say paint in particular because you've got your brush and you're able to really just channel your hands onto paper, getting the movement around and choosing the right colours you want. And the reason why it's good that way is because you look at a lot of, a lot of people that's got, you know, big money to pay like therapists or whoever to sit down with them to talk about their emotions and what they go through, more time, they'll go and paint. And sometimes they even make a living out of it. They go sell them their artwork on eBay or online or even have their own exhibition just by having thoughts of that. Like this is why art cool is is nice to be talented and whatnot, but it can come at any time. It's an age. It's a good therapy session, and it get it learn. It helps you to learn about yourself a lot more too. So, and they implore you to do that before, or even just sit down with a designer because again, designers are we're like therapists, color therapists mm -hmm. when it comes to your brand. Yeah, yeah, I like that color therapist when it comes to your brand, brand therapist when it comes to your brand. Yeah, all you guys right now that are suffering with mental colour illness <laughs> and you can't find out 
where your next move is, you feel like you're going crazy with colours, come and see New Motive World of Creativity. And we have the right therapy for you, your colours and your brand. Oh, not for you, sorry, for the colours and the brand. We're not dealing with therapy for people, you know, because yeah. we, we're, not, we're not therapists at that moment. But again, you can find healing through colours. You know, there's a lot of things that people, people like to get on, you know, holidays and getaways and they like to go to the beach. Again, you know, you've got to think about it. What colours are at the beach? Orange, warm, creativity, heat. You have blue, time, travel, space. You know, uh, um, it also represents flow. You know, it also represents, like everything about water is just literally speed and travel. And then you've got yellow. That represents a calm, deep thought, relaxation, you know, on the beach soaking up the sun. And then you've got the sun, which is all those colours combined. It's just, it's just crazy. Like, people are drawn to it. So, like, like I said before, and I mean it, brand therapists, brand therapy sessions are open from today onwards. Book a consultation with New Motive World of Creativity. The link will be at the bottom of this post, this podcast, this recording, this visual, wherever you are, whatever platform, get in contact with us to help create your color palette, your color therapy, your color scheme for your business and your brand. That's right. That's right. We're just around the corner. Find us online at NewMotiveWLC on Instagram, www.com newmotivewoc.com that's it just book book yourself in talk to us yeah we need to know you guys' feedback and we need to make sure that again you guys consistently have help and have people that care most important thing people designers that care about you and your brand Good evening, good morning. As Sol would say and finish, or Sol would say and start it, I'm going to finish it with good evening, good morning, good night, wherever you are. Stay tuned for more brilliant episodes soon coming. Peace.